Welcome to Kelly Dry's Ad Low Access Podcast, and this is Simone Roach. On February 10th, the FTC announced that it will vote at its February 17th open meeting to issue an advance notice of proposed rulemaking, ANPR, on deceptive earnings claims for business ventures, gig or other work opportunities, or educational, coaching, or training offerings. And here's our take on what we can glean from this announcement and what we might expect as the rulemaking process moves forward. Issuing an ANPR requires a majority vote of the commission, which is currently comprised of two Democrats and two Republicans. In announcing that it will vote to issue the ANPR, the FTC is expressing confidence that it has the votes to do so. That is, at least one Republican plans to approve the ANPR. The announcement references a wide array of earnings claims and makes no mention of the business opportunity rule, which was scheduled for its periodic regulatory review this year. This suggests that the FTC plans to issue a brand new rule regulating earnings claims across the marketplace, in addition to whatever it is planning for the business opportunity rule. And we will learn soon whether this is indeed the case. The announcement follows last October's penalty offense notices concerning earnings claims for the gig economy. And as we discuss here, the FTC put 1,100 companies offering money-making opportunities on notice that it intends to pursue civil penalties of up to $43,792 per violation for misrepresentations as to potential earnings and related claims. And while the ANPR and the penalty offense notices may seem redundant, it is more likely a belt and suspenders approach, which will provide the FTC some flexibility if its use of its penalty offense authority is successfully challenged or if the rulemaking extends into 2023 or beyond. A key purpose of this rulemaking is to enable the FTC to obtain monetary relief for law violations involving earnings claims following the Supreme Court's AMG. And while AMG held that the FTC cannot obtain monetary relief under Section 13b, the ruling does not affect the FTC's ability to obtain such relief when it is enforcing a rule. And this is just the first step in what would be a very long process. As an advance notice of proposed rulemaking, the announcement will not propose specific regulations at this time, but instead seek information and input on areas for potential regulation. Also, the FTC is proceeding here under its so-called Magnuson-Moss rulemaking authority, which as we describe here, requires many more steps and hurdles than a typical rulemaking under the Administrative Procedures Act, APA. And among other things, the FTC must conduct hearings and allow interested parties to present views and cross-examine each other. It also must develop a record showing that each practice it seeks to regulate is unfair or deceptive and prevalent. Even the standard for court review is more demanding than under the APA. And as we move forward, there will be many opportunities for companies to ensure that their voices are heard. Effective advocacy will require familiarity with the Magnuson-Moss process and its many opportunities for providing input, as well as a thorough understanding of the deception and unfairness standards. And above all, advocacy will be most persuasive if supported by arguments based on facts and evidence, rather than generalities or exaggeration.
expected the FTC to stake out an aggressive position regarding disclosure of atypical earnings, asserting that nearly all earnings that exceed supplemental income are extraordinary and incapable of being adequately qualified with an appropriate disclosure to convey a non-misleading net impression. This position would contradict the FTC endorsement and testimonial guides, which state, if the advertiser does not have substantiation that the endorser's experience is representative of what consumers will generally achieve, the ad should clearly and conspicuously disclose the generally expected performance in the depicted circumstances, and the advertiser must possess and rely on adequate substantiation for that representation. The rulemaking also is likely to address important issues, such as how to substantiate earnings claims, prohibited lifestyle claims, and requirements around generally expected results disclosures. Consumer understanding will be a critical issue throughout the rulemaking process, with extrinsic evidence likely to play a significant role. And if you'd like more information on what you've heard on this topic, please contact Jessica Rich, John Villafranco, or Donnelly McDowell. And you can find their contact details in the show notes. And also, please see our Advertising and Privacy Law Resource Center available at kellydry.com. <laughs>